Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 11th of August and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please contact your financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right well let's kick things off as always with the scores on the doors and of course last night was the biggie the big night for the US CPI rising 3.2% in the year does tend to signal that rates are on hold we did see that core CPI which is what the Fed really concentrates on 4.7% year on year so we are seeing uh, the housing market continuing to push uh, the inflation rate higher shelter as they call it in the US, but there have been some drops in things like airfares, etc., and also uh, elsewhere. So that has really helped uh, the US market. Unfortunately, didn't really galvanise the US market at all, and it was still in a summer, summer stupor, and the fishing is easy. Summertime, Dow Jones up 53 whole points, or 0.15%. Let's put some of that in perspective, though. 35,176, it was up. 455 points at one stage, but it had a low of minus 16. So a big, big day on the Dow, uh, 480-odd point trading range. Uh, So that was uh, pretty impressive, but not so impressive was the fact that it did finish only 53 points up after that CPI result. NASDAQ up 16 points, or 0.12%. And uh, that at 13,738. And the S&P 500, not even in the middle for diddle, barely registering a pulse on the back of that CPI number, up a whole point, or 0.03%, 44.69. Nobody really getting too carried away with the VIX volatility index either, down 0.7 of a percent. So the 470, 480-point range in the Dow didn't inspire anybody to play the option game buying premium 15.85 there spy futures in our market showing a loss of 20 points which was what we gained yesterday so we continue to really go nowhere we did close above 73.50 yesterday which some people say is technically important the winners yesterday were the resource stocks in our market up 0.66 percent banks not doing too much at all. A little bit of profit taking in that Commonwealth Bank post the result. And uh, most brokers seem to have it as a hold. Of course, it always trades at a big premium to the other three banks. And that is always the problem with CBA. And it makes it hard for brokers to recommend it. So resources good yesterday. Banks not so good. Looking at European markets, stock 600. I was up 0.8. FTSE up 0.4. Germany had a good day up 0.9. France doing well up 0.1.5. Spain up 1.6, Italy up another 0.9 of a percent there. In US bond markets, of course, we have had uh, that CPI number. We also had another uh, issuance of some debt in the US. They had $109 billion US to raise in the bond markets over this week. 10-year yields rose on the back of that CPI and that bond issuance program, 4.10%. Uh, Two years, 4.85. So we are seeing bond yields continue to push higher. Aussie 10-year, 4.095. Good for the banks, I guess. Not so good for REITs. 
Uh, Bitcoin down slightly. Uh, the Aussie dollar pretty much unchanged. 65.16, that's pretty low. And the US dollar index pretty much unchanged as well. Looking at US stocks, and NVIDIA down 0.4, AMD down 0.2, Netflix up 0.3, Meta up 0.2, Tesla up 1.3, Amazon up 0.5, Alphabetti Spaghetti unchanged, Microsoft up 0.2, Apple down 0.1. There's nothing very much going on there, is there? Even US banks, we had Bank of America up 0.3, JP Morgan down 0.1. I think the US market went to sleep last night. Goldman Sachs down 0.7, Morgan Stanley up 0.1. Uh, CBA overseas was down uh, 0.7 and ResMed up 0.1 of a percent. European banks, UBS up 0.4, Barclays down 0.6 and Deutsche up 1.48 there. So last night, of course, as we said earlier, was all about that uh, CPI number. But there was also some other data out from the US. We did see the Labor Department on Thursday putting out initial jobless claims for state unemployment benefits. That increased 21,000 to a seasonally adjusted 248,000, which was above analyst forecasts. So that uh, also suggests the US economy is cooling. Uh, The inflation rate is under control. To some extent, it is not uh, victory. It is not game over yet for the Fed's fight against inflation, but it does suggest the next month in September, 19th to the 20th is the next Fed meeting, that they will be pausing uh, rates for the time being, but uh, certainly no victory being announced in terms of inflation debt. It's still pretty sticky, and that core inflation was 4.7%, uh, the uh, headline rate 3.2% on an annual basis, which was less than the 3.3% consensus that people were going for. That core July number excludes food and energy. It's easy to exclude that if you don't want to live, of course. In terms of the US, 90% of the S&P 500 companies have reported earnings for the quarter. About four-fifths have beaten Wall Street expectations according to the Reuters and Bloomberg polls. So that is pretty good. Disney was a winner last night, up 4.9%. That was the best performer in the Dow. That certainly helped the Dow. Uh, That was on the price hike for its ad-free Disney+. Plus, And also Wynn Resorts was up 2.6% on a better-than-expected result there. Turning to commodities last night, we saw Brent crude down 1.1%, starting to ease off from that big rally that we've seen in oil prices. 86.47 with WTI down $1.50 or 1.8%, 82.76. Gold pretty much unchanged, $2.50 down, 19.12. Platinum had a good night last night, not sure why, 2.2% higher. But on the LME, tepid at best. Copper down 0.4, nickel down 0.5, aluminium up 0.2, zinc down 0.9. We have lead pretty much unchanged, ton down 1.7, iron ore pretty much unchanged as well. Coal eased off a little bit, lithium continues to be pressured, and natural gas also came off a little bit last night, 6%. Looking at the resource stocks overseas, BHP down 0.3, Rio down 0.9. Don't forget the big fall in Rio was a result of that big ex-dividend. So it wasn't all bad news. Glencore down 0.1. Freeport McMoran down 0.1. Vale down 1.2. Anglo up 1.5. Arbamal down 1.3. Sigma down 0.5. And Livent up 0.5 there. All right. Well, of course, it uh, was a big day yesterday 
in our market for Super Thursday, but the results continue uh, this morning as well. Uh, some broker upgrades inevitably on the back of that. Altium has been out upgraded to outperform from underperform at CLSA. Uh, baby bunting numbers are out this morning. We have seen guidance previously though, so that should be just confirmation. It confirms FY NPAT 14.5 million. A year ago it was 29.6. Revenue 515.8, which is up 2% from a year ago. Final dividend 4.8 cents fully franked. Uh, we also have this morning uh, Invictus Energy has provided an update on its uh, Mukuyu uh, 2 with the rig mobilized and on track to spud in September. Nick Scarly results are out this morning. FY NPAT 101.1, nearly a Dalmatian. Uh, the market was going for about 98.7. Uh, the estimates, uh, the range was 94.7 to 106.9. Sounds like a radio station. Uh, 101.1 it came in at final dividend 35 cents fully frank the outlook short-term changes in housing turnover and consumer confidence in the higher interest rate environment is likely to adversely impact customer demand customer the company's focus rather is to maintain an increased market share there we go that's the plan uh, rea group also out this morning uh, we've had numbers from them operating ebitda for the full year 651 million, which looks like a slight beat. Adjusted net income uh, was 372. That looks like a beat. A 369 was where the market was. Revenue 1.18 billion. That's slap in line. Final dividend 83 cents fully franked. Just put a little bit this morning in the strategy piece on that one, uh, just to uh, update uh, the market, uh, you guys, on what's happening there. Uh, BHP. Um, we have seen uh, Coronado pulls out of competition to acquire the Dunia and Blackwater mines, according to The Australian. So uh, BHP was in the running there uh, to sell those mines to, um, to Coronado. Uh, that's, uh, yes. Uh, we had uh, South 32 and Sanfire may be exploring a joint bid for the Comacao copper mining operation. Uh, some sources have told uh, the Australian. Also, in the Australian today, there's some speculation that Liontown could be raising fresh equity to fund the Kathleen Valley project. It is believed that the cost has blown out, and as a result, the company needs to raise some more money. Um, separately, and pointing to talk in the Australian reports that holder and chairman Tim Goida wants to hold on to his Lionstake shares but he may be interested in selling his 9% stake in Chalice. Well, there we go. Plenty happening for uh, Tim Goider at the moment. Plenty happening as well for uh, the uh, the founder of Satire. Satire yesterday had a massive 20-point rally, a 20% rally at one stage, finishing up only 12% as Dean Mintz, who is the founder and the majority shareholder in Satire, sold down $100 million worth of stock at 3 bucks 33 0.3 million. Baron Joey did the deal. Macquarie won't be happy. Uh, it was a 4.5% discount to the last traded price. Uh, bear in mind the last traded price was significantly higher than the previous day's price after the results. He now has only 37.2% of the company there. Also out today uh, in terms of uh, news, we have had uh, 
Fonterra expecting FY 2023 earnings and dividend to be at the top end of the range. Sinlay Milk has cut its milk price forecast on slowing Chinese demand. And, of course, we do get Chinese uh, results also coming out. Uh, 6,000 stocks in China with a total market cap of 13 trillion U.S. will report financials in the weeks ahead. So that is certainly something to keep an eye on. Well, nothing else so far today in the papers or from the companies announcing, but I'm sure it's going to be another busy day. Super Thursday has passed. We have three more Super Thursdays to go in August with results. So that will be keeping the market on our toes. Uh, In the strategy piece today, just to give you a bit of a heads up, just a little look at some of the macro. Also a look at AGL, QBE and Borel after their results yesterday and ResMed as well, which has had a big fall. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.